Hello, I'm taking a break over December and January. So I've gone back and looked at all of our previous episodes and I've especially chosen a few just for you. So enjoy revisiting them. And you'll hear from me with fresh episodes in the last week of January. Enjoy. Let's get this revolution started. Let's get this revolution started. You're listening to the Compassion Revolution podcast. Each week, we'll be looking at love, compassion, courage and tenderness, and all the hard work of showing up to shape a compassion revolution. I'm Mary Freer, and I've got 20 years working in healthcare behind me, and there's so much more for us to learn. Let's dive in. Hello, my friend. Thanks for joining me. I think when we see acts of compassion or kindness or goodwill, that we are transformed. There you go, I've said it. I actually think it transforms us. We're transformed and maybe encouraged. We get a feeling of elevation. And elevation is actually a term that they use. in an, It's an emotional response to witnessing other people's acts, which make us feel unselfish and they make us feel like we want to act similarly. And there's been all these studies that have shown that compassion is actually contagious. We catch on to it. We want to see more of it, and we want to actually pass it on. When we witness good deeds, it actually gives us a pleasurable feeling. Sometimes we get like a warm or pleasant feeling in the chest. And it triggers this desire for us to do good deeds. It inspires us to want to be more compassionate. Like this is a real thing. Just this week, I read about the Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, who I absolutely adore. I think she is our emblem of compassionate leadership across the world right now. She is a woman who is really showing us how to lead with heart Anyway, I read what Jacinda Ardern had posted on a Facebook, on her Facebook page, and it was a little message. It was about what happened to her at Easter. But it was just so lovely. And it kind of, it actually had that same impact on me. It was like seeing someone behave really compassionately and then wanting to do something really kind and compassionate myself. And I think it's going to have the same impact on you because I'm going to read to you what she wrote. She said, a tiring but lovely start to Easter. Like lots of people at Wellington Airport last night, I got stuck. Flight was finally canned at 10pm, along with any hope of a flight the next day. Everyone waiting at the gate looked pretty gutted, but a few in particular. I was lucky enough to grab a rental car, so I doubled back through the airport to try and find the upset-looking group from my flight. Turns out that one was due at a wedding and the other a 21st and the third just wanted to see her family. So we devised a road trip together. Uh, This is the Prime Minister of New Zealand. It's just a reminder. Uh, We devised a road trip together and agreed to meet after a bit of rest. Within a few minutes of leaving the airport, I got a text from someone I knew through work in Auckland. It was his daughter I had just offered a ride to, and he kindly wanted to meet us all in Taupo to drive the last leg. And so here we are, a random collection of people who have had the loveliest reminder that New Zealand is beautifully small. 
I had the loveliest reminder that heart and care and love and compassion are possible. That was the reminder that the Prime Minister of New Zealand gave me, that it doesn't matter who we are. We can find ways to care for others and celebrate the wonder of that. I want to do more of that. I want to do more of that so much that I'm setting myself a little task for the next seven days and I'm calling it living forward. Okay, let me explain. I got this idea from the philosopher Kierkegaard. He said that life must be understood backwards, but it must be lived forwards. Okay, so we're living forward rather than living backwards. I like this idea that we are living into or living forward into what might happen next. So in my idea, living forward is where our hearts, our compassion are all engaged in considering the humanity and the dignity of the people who are around us. This way, we're not living backwards. We're not being careful about the consequences of our connectedness to other people. Anyway, so what what happens is, um, I don't want to get too philosophical about this, but I have decided this is what I'm going to do um, for the next seven days. I'm going to experiment with living forwards. So taking some risks and reaching out more. Okay, so living forwards might see me buy a coffee for the next person in the line at the cafe, or it might see me offer someone a ride home, or I might find myself calling someone to tell them how much I really appreciate them. The thing is, I think living forwards might take some vulnerability. So here's my invitation to you. I'm wondering what it would be like over the next seven days if you were living forwards. What would you find yourself doing? I think it might mean that we won't know whether the idea will fly or whether it'll fall flat, but it will be generative. Just like Jacinda Ardern going back to the airport and picking up those young people and going on a road trip. And that's what I want you to do over the next seven days. Follow your heart. Listen to what you care for. Connect with fierce compassion. Lean into what you love and serve what you value. I think you'll find yourself being moved. Until next time, may you be well. May you be happy. And may you find yourself the recipient of unexpected kindness. This podcast is a production of Freer Thinking and our theme music is produced by Iris Latour on I Love You Let's Party. Subscribe to hear more about us at CompassionRevolution.care or drop us a line at podcast at CompassionRevolution.care And if you'd like to leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast, we'd really appreciate it. And don't forget, generously share with your friends. Viva la revolution.